podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. TourTips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. Their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tyndall and James Butler. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. Is another edition of the Golf Betting Podcast. I am James Butler, and as always, I am joined by the legendary golf betting pundit that is Dave Tyndall. Dave, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm tired. I've been doing um, commentaries that last until the early hours, and we're now recording early hours of the morning. So uh, if I am a little bit off, then you can understand why. But people tune in for your voice, not mine. And we're looking ahead to the BMW Championship on the USPGA Tour today, Dave. And we leave it as late as possible. We let you soak in all of the facts, soak in all of the rumours, soak in all of the press conferences. I will run through the top end of the markets. John Rahm is 13-2 to two to win this one. Bryson DeChambeau is as uh, big as 20s. You've got Xander Schaffley in there around about the same price. Justin Thomas is about 20s as well. And my mate, Colin Morikawa, is about 22-1. to one. The rest are obviously bigger. John Rahm, hot favourite for this one. We backed him last week. He did, uh, he did okay. He was in the running all the way through. Where are you taking him this time? That's an understatement. He was two shots clear with... Um... Just a few holes to play, just on the back nine. So we thought we'd landed our 10 to 1. But, you know, normally, oh, I don't know, nine times out of 10, he'd win from there. But he, he um, it was fate, I think, that Tony Finau should finally get his win. So Ram had to, to settle. I must admit, if Ram wasn't going to win it, um, I was pleased Tony Finau did. Mm. He's such a nice fella. So, yeah, shame we didn't land the 10 to 1. But hopefully we can do it this week. The, I, I am the master of understatement. Yes. <laughs> It seems so. This is a good one to delay it because we're at a brand new course again, a course called Caves Valley. Uh, so we've had to kind of wait until the press conferences were done and there weren't too many. They, they interviewed some players on Tuesday, but they'd only just got to the course and hadn't even played it. So it wasn't the best um, of use. So Ram was interviewed on Tuesday, so well, I've not set foot on it yet. But he did reveal that his, uh, his swing coach used to be a golf instructor there, which allowed Ram to say... I know it's I know it's a big property. Elevation changes. Typically, the venues we've played in this part of the country um, are tree-lined and bent grass greens, high rough and ball striking, and that's kind of what he likes. Uh, so that was a clue. But I think the best clue we had yesterday was Rory McIlroy, probably confirming what what we kind of worked out. He said, first look at caves today. It's a big ballpark. Can certainly let it rip out there. Hit a lot of drivers." I think there's been a lot of rain in the Baltimore area, so it's pretty soft. So the ball is not really going going anywhere when it hits, which is good. It makes the course play nice and long, which I like. Right. So uh, a few clues there. John Rahm, though, he's um, quite heavy favourite here, isn't he? 13 to yeah. 2. The next in the market is Bryson at uh, 20s and a gaggle around about that price. He's, I mean, John Rahm is playing such good golf at the moment. It's hard to oppose him, but can we? It's a bit tricky given that he was 10 to 1 last week really um so 
I'm not too thrilled to, to see that price. I wouldn't put anyone off him, but personally, I don't want to want to put him up. I do want to um, cash in on what Rory McIlroy said. Although Rory's still, you know, he, he has these great rounds and then he, he'll go back a bit and then he's just can't put four together enough times. It is absolutely his sort of course. He, he said that himself. It's a long par 72 that's soft. That's absolutely Rory McIlroy territory. He, he did also say that he sounded a little bit tired which which makes me wonder if he can do it for four rounds but why not one round so i'm going to play rory in the first round market he does not know the definition of the word tired well i know there's there's a man i know who did a, a late tennis shift till two in the morning exactly come on rory yeah raise your game uh so he's 33 to one to be first round leader rory McElroy which is a big price traditionally anyway on him. Also, don't forget there's only 70 players in the field this week because that's the FedEx Cup players. They, it gets reduced each week. So just 70 this week, they're all battling to get in the top 30 for next week. So I think 33 to 1 on a course which looks absolutely made for him. He says he knows some members there as well who rave about it. So maybe they've given him a few inside tips. So I thought Rory, not four rounds, don't quite trust him enough for that, but one round, the first round, 33 to one first round leader, I thought I thought it was a good price. It's a little bit like like a reality TV programme, isn't it? The FedEx kind of thing. That you, you kind of vote off a few each week and then you move on with, with the less in the field. If only we could vote them off, though, that would be good. <laughs> get rid of yeah. all the slow players and the ones we don't we haven't bet on. We'll get, get, we'll get rid of all the ones at the short prices and we'll just lump on the ones at big prices and keep yeah, them in the, in the Big yeah. Brother house or whatever. So, yeah. so Rory at 33 to 1 to be the first round leader. Is there anything else in the prices that stands out? Yeah, th- this this one I can't really get away from. Um, Tony now ended his five-year wait for a PGA Tour win by winning last week. I'm going to play him again. The more I read about stuff that... You know, you want to be a big hitter. It's sort of long and soft, bent grass greens. It's it's kind of what we had last week, really. And he's just won. Again, on, on a new course, you've not got course form, so you lean more on current form. Well, there's no one in better current form than Fino because he's just won the, the week before. And it's such a monkey off his back, that is. That had been, you know, haunting him. Um, you know, Sam Harrop's song about when will Tony Fino win again, and which Sam has now updated. Check that out with the appropriate lyrics. So Tony now he's actually gone to number one in the FedEx Cup ranking. So if he stays there, he'd be winning absolute millions. But such a nice fella, and and what it you know he, do, he does play well when all the best players are on show. You've seen that with his major record. One little other thing I read uh, to maybe last night or the night before was that the superintendent of this course used to work at Muirfield Village, Jack Nicholas's course, where they played the memorial. And he kind of bought his design ideas and some of his, you know, routing and, and green complexes over to this new course, which is relatively new. So Fina's got a good record there as well. So that's maybe a little tip. He's 28 to 1. Yeah, there's the people may say, well, he can't win again, can he? Straight away. Well, maybe it's best to get him now because... He's not really thought about it. They said, what did you do? He said, well, I went out for a meal at 11 p.m. after his win. Uh, couldn't sleep and then went out for another meal. Went from McDonald's at 3 a.m. in the morning uh, and, and wolfed one of them down. And he's come straight to the course. So he's, he's not sort of resting on his lowest thinking, look at me, I've won. He's just like, on to the next one, straight back on the bike. So 28 to 1, Tony Fee now. I think as well, given that he's won, if he gets in a similar position, he'll suddenly feel you know, a lot more confident that he might convert it. 
So he's, he's 28 to 1 with William Hill, who goes seven places. And I think he's more than capable of landing the each way money. And who knows, maybe the jackpot again. Well, this is written in the stars because there is a similarity between myself and Tony Fina because at about 2 a.m. Um, this morning when I was coming home, I was wolfing down at McDonald's as well because I was starving hungry. So well, there you it, go. The, the similarities are very, 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 very close, aren't they? He's a slightly better golfer than me. So they're the two bets then for this week at the BMW Championship. We're looking at 33 to 1 for Rory McIlroy to be the first round leader. And it's 28 to 1. You can get slightly bigger prices, but uh, looking across odds checker, um, 28 to 1 at the likes of William Hill, get you seven places on Tony Finnell to uh, go back to back and to win this week as well. Dave Tyndall, thank you very much for your company as always this week. Good luck with your bets. Enjoy the golf and I will see you next time. Cheers, James. And uh, thanks for listening out there, everybody. Thank you to our sponsor, tour-tips.com as well for their continued support of these golf betting previews. Gamble responsibly and we'll see you again next week. Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network.